Welcome back to Folk Music Notebook. I'm Ron Olesko, and uh, as you know, I had a little uh, little health incident <laughs> this week, so it's prevented us to, from talking to Dave Rowe, but I'm back, and he's back. He's back in the USA aboard the Stinkpot, so we're getting set now for another chapter of Folk on the Water. Dave, it's good to see you and hear you again. How you doing? I'm doing great, Ron, and I'm glad to see you. <laughs> I'm glad to see anybody right now. <laughs> it was looking dicey for a while there, but anyway, no, I, I'm so glad to be back. We didn't have a chance to talk this week, and I know you've had a real busy week. Uh, when we talked last week, you were still in Canada getting ready to go to the U.S., and now you're here. So how was the, how was the, the crossing? Was it okay to get back in? It was a piece of cake, really. Uh, we left, uh, oh, what, what was the bay we were in? It doesn't matter. We were in this little bay in Canada, uh, and we, we knew we had, it was like a 20-mile journey to get back to the U.S. and the marina that we had a reservation at. And when you, when you cross over from one area to another, it's, it's best really to go to a marina where you can make sure you go through customs properly. You don't want to screw around with that stuff. So we, we made, we made arrangements in advance uh, and we arrived at the Marina. Uh, and it, well, I, I should say, I should back up uh, the boat a little bit here. As soon as we crossed the international border into us waters, uh, we cut off our, our Canadian courtesy flag and, and put it away because you're not supposed to, take those things across the border with you. You're supposed to wear it to the border and then take it off. Uh -huh. uh, so we, we did that. Uh, and then we pulled into the Marina, uh, and went through customs via an iPhone app. <laughs> really? <laughs> I kid you not. Huh. Uh, it, and the hard part about this app was all the setting up that I had to do. I had to register the boat with it, which cost 28 bucks. Uh, the humans were free. The boat was 28 <laughs> bucks. Um, and, you know, did all that. And when, as soon as we got to the dock, I just logged into the app. I said, we're here. And it said, wait a minute, we're connecting you with a representative. And it was, you know, a border official. And I could not see the person I was talking to, but she could see me. Uh-huh. Uh, and she saw Stacy over my shoulder, and she said, "I didn't see two people in your record, so I'm going to dis I'm going to say this is uh, uh, you know canceled, and we're going to do this over again. You're going to do it again and make sure that everybody that's on your boat uh, is listed." And I said, "Oh, I th I thought I did, which I did, <laughs> right, of course." <laughs> uh, so she denied it, and then I did it again, and I got exactly the same person over again. She said, "Good job." <laughs> Wow. Wow. So, so that was it over a phone. Like they didn't come on board or anything like that. And, no, wow. they didn't. They didn't search us. They just took our word for it. The took our word for it that we weren't transporting citrus or tomatoes across international borders. That's, I know you very well. You would never do that. Tomatoes, I, I tomatoes never, stay where they belong. <laughs> I would never bring tomatoes across an international border. You have to know that, Rob. Oh, that's funny. We'll, we'll have to build a wall if you try. I don't know. <laughs> uh, amazing. You know. It's amazing that when you think about it, what's going on on the southern border and how lax it seems for the U.S. border and up north. It's just, I guess they don't care if Canadians come in. I, I don't know. <laughs> 
Well, the whole thing of it is it, it, it was so lax. And I know that they're paying attention to the boats that are out there. Right. Uh, there, there's a certain amount of surveillance that's going on. So I, I wouldn't want to try to pull the wool over their eyes. No, of course but not. If I was going to try to pull the wool over their eyes, I'd do it with a boat. I yeah. absolutely would because it was probably, it, it seems like the most, most porous part of the border. <laughs> it sounds like it. Unbelievable. Well, we're glad you're back. We're glad you made it through. You know, the phone app was, uh, <laughs> you worked your way through that. It was and, crazy. And now you're on uh, Lake Michigan, I understand. We, we made it here today. We, we crossed under the bridge that uh, separates Lake Huron from Lake Michigan. Uh, and the, which, what is it? The, the Mackinac Narrows Bridge or what, whatever, the Mackinac Strait. Uh, and we crossed far further than we expected to today. We were just going to go uh, to a nearby island, uh, which had on the chart uh, this great big green anchor symbol which we usually take to mean great place to anchor your boat. And so we made all these plans to go there. And then I was studying the chart more carefully. And around that big green anchor symbol were all these little pink anchor symbols with X's through them, which meant do not anchor in this area. Uh, So the big green ones I have learned are not placed there by the government. The little pink ones are. (laughs) Gotcha. So we kept going and we went, oh, probably 45, 50 miles today uh, to get here. And we were planning to come here anyway. This is this is on the way. It's just we didn't expect to be here today. Uh-huh. Well, you're making good time then. That's great. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, since we talked and since you came back, I mean, almost a week has gone by. And I know you've been uh, doing a lot of tourist things. I, I saw some videos on your Facebook page doing some bicycling. And uh, you went to Lake Mackinac, the famous Lake Mackinac. How was that? Uh, Mackinac Island. Oh, yeah, Mackinac it was great. Island. Yeah, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> it absolutely. It was absolutely stunningly beautiful. It was everything that uh you would expect a, a tourist trap to be uh-huh. uh it, i mean the street well i mean they outlawed automobiles as soon as the first horseless carriage came to the the island and spooked the horse <laughs> wow so there are no automobiles out there except for one ambulance we spotted an ambulance uh but other than that there are no automobiles on no golf carts Everyone gets around either with horses or bicycles. And how, how big is the island? Oh, well, we circumnavigated it on bicycle, mm-hmm. and it, it was eight miles. Wow. Okay. So I don't know what that adds up to when you take into, the, the, uh, into, into account the entire mass of the island, but it, it's a good, it's a sizable island. Yeah. I mean, I've seen uh, photos and a couple of, TV travelogue shows about it. And uh, it looks like a beautiful place. A lot of old, old buildings. And of course the fudge. The I hope fudge. You... Oh, oh my world famous. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, the fudge is really good there. Oh. Um, <laughs> Stay, save me a piece. Okay. <laughs> it, it won't last that long run. <laughs> I can see. Oh. Well, uh, so it, it lived up to its reputation. That's great. Oh man, we 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 did buy a, a what was it a one pound box of fudge. Uh-huh. Uh, it was it was an astonishingly large box of fudge. 
Uh, and mind you, you go into the store and you say, can I try that one? And they'll give you this little piece and you try it and you go, oh yeah, I got to have that one. But can I try that one? <laughs> and right. there were probably 30, 40 uh, types of fudge there. Uh, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the, the locals on the island apparently call the tourists who come there fudgies. Fudgies, okay. <laughs> we're, we, we were fudgies on wow. the island just because the fudge trade uh, is second to none there. Huh. I've a... never seen so much fudge in all my life. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I, I, my mouth is watering, and I think we need another stent just talking about this because <laughs> it sounds so good. Uh, we, I, I, I came off with this quarter-pound slab of butter pecan fudge oh gosh <laughs> oh. that I, I i've put some pretty astonishing things in my mouth through the years but this stuff really i'd say takes the cake but it takes the fudge it's it's amazing <laughs> oh god all right we're gonna have to switch subjects right now because I, <laughs> I, i'm really getting hungry here and my diabetes isn't going to help me either <laughs> So, uh, so it looks like, you know, you had a great time. Uh, the weather's been fairly good, I guess. Uh, so you could weather's been a... beautiful. Uh -huh. I, I don't think we could have had better weather. Nice. And today's crossing, you know, we were in, in some significant open water. If, if bad weather came through today, uh, well, I probably wouldn't have done what we did, but um, it would have gotten hairy had we. So we, we got really lucky with the weather the last few days. From what little I know about Lake Michigan, I've heard stories how the weather can change so quickly there and those waves can get so treacherous. So I guess it's something you'll have to really be looking ahead at what the forecast is coming and <laughs> be very careful. I've, this is the world of the Edmund Fitzgerald up here. You know, oh, that's true. Yeah. Bad stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, and it, it can come up very fast. So we, we really are paying very close attention to the forecast and, and just making sure that uh, when we go out, we have no problems. Uh, even even this afternoon, we pulled into a marina just to provision uh, and to fuel up. It was it was the cheapest fuel in the area, uh, so we fueled up the boat. We went and got some stuff at the grocery store. Had lunch with some friends before we parted ways again. And as soon as we left the marina, I looked to the southeast, and the sky was just absolutely black. Hmm. And the only reason I didn't turn right around and go into that marina was because it was in the southeast. So the, that was going away from us. Okay. And I, I looked at the radar at that moment, and where we were going was perfect. And so I, I still, the, for the next hour, I was looking over my left shoulder at this black storm system going away from us. And I was so glad we were going in opposite directions because the, if we were in that, on this lake, it would have been ugly. Oh gosh! Well, it's a good thing you were paying attention there, and <laughs> and you made it. You know, I saw one of the videos or uh, photos rather that you put on your Facebook page, uh, which, by the way, our listeners can check out. It's called Stinkpot: The Adventures of the Stinkpot on Facebook. But there was one picture of Lake uh, Michigan where it, I would have sworn you're on the ocean. It was just miles and miles of open water there. Oh yeah, uh, it, it it is amazing, and I I actually did a little bit of research into that. Uh, and if you look out at water level, if, if, assuming your eyes are at water level, 
all right, not six feet up where or five foot ten wherever my eyes are, or when I'm on the flybridge, fifteen feet up. Uh, but if you're at water level and you look straight out across the water, you can only three, see three miles before the curvature of the, the earth takes the horizon down. Wow. Uh, so when I'm 15 feet in the air, I'm, I'm not quite sure how, um, you know, uh, <laughs> Pythagoras would have it. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm pretty sure that the furthest I can see is just about five miles. That's amazing. Uh, and after that, it just disappears. So if you're in the middle of the lake and there's no land within five miles, you don't see land. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So it makes you swallow other... hard. Yeah, I could imagine. Oh, well, we're glad you're, you're, you made it through and uh, you're continuing your journey. Al, you know, another thing I forgot to, I want to bring this up because last time we talked to you, you had just picked up your new guitar, um, River Song guitar, I understand. Is that the one? Yep. And uh -huh. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. I've, I, it's the first time in years that I've really forged a relationship with a uh, a production model guitar. And when I say production model, I mean not built by a luthier one at a time, but in a factory where they're knocking out you know a hundred or two hundred at a time, uh, you know piecemeal Henry Ford style, mm -hmm. uh, and. It just, it sings. It, yeah. I, I have it set up just the way I want. It, the, it's, it's starting to open up. You can hear the, the wood starting to loosen up and say, oh yeah, I'm a musical instrument now. I'm not a tree, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it, it's really just starting to make some beautiful sounds. Now, now you were given this guitar by uh, River Song, so they want you to kind of test it out under the conditions in, on the boat. How, it's holding up good so far, I assume. So far, so good. It mm -hmm. it seems to be loving the boat, or right. at least, at least I'm loving it on the boat. <laughs> it could <laughs> fall apart next week, but right now it's fabulous. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But you know, I know you had a chance to record something with uh, this new guitar, so uh, maybe we could share that right now. I think we should. I I actually sat down. One of my favorite uh, folk songs dating and and we had this conversation what i think is a folk song compared to you know when when we played folk song a couple of weeks ago but um this is a real honest to goodness scottish tune from the day it all back over across uh, and i've always loved the song i just i don't know what it is if it's the haunting melody or just the way the words seem to weave but I love the water is wide. <laughs> Guilty as charged, so I had to record it. to fly 
can carry two, and both shall Dave Rowe, beautiful recording of The Water is Wide. And that was recorded by Dave on his boat, The Stinkpot, with his brand new River Song guitar. Did a nice job there, Dave. Of course, you had a little do of mixing. I mean, I can't imagine you were playing the guitar and the, uh, the Betty whistle at the same time. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. And it, it took a little mixing and, and a little secret uh, for the listeners, too. I don't have a bass on the, on the boat either. Uh, and there's, there is, if you hear a bass instrument in there, if you're listening carefully enough and you, you noticed it, um, that's also the river song, uh, reverse chipmunk style. Oh, wow. Tricky. Yeah. Now, is that a folk song when you do all that <laughs> electronic uh, mixing? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm just teasing. Well, it sounds like the guitar is holding up really well. Beautiful sound to that. And uh, I agree with you. That's one of my favorite folk songs as well. The water is wide. Um, so I guess, you know, you're, where, where, where do you go from here? How, how's Stacy holding up? By the way, I forgot to ask about Stacy. Stacy's doing great. Uh, she's sitting across from me grinning that she heard her, her name uttered from my headphones. I, <laughs> they must be, they must be turned up to Dave's going, getting deaf soon volume. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, we are from here going to Door County, uh, which is Northern Wisconsin. Um, really technically not part of the loop if you read the loop books um everybody says door county is some of the best boating in the world so i wasn't going to be 50 miles from it and not go there of course <laughs> so we're making a detour oh lovely and you're still on on target for where you want to be because i know it's you know still august but the i guess where you are now is getting closer to fall than it is here in new jersey um 
Well, because we're on the northern end of things, absolutely. I mean, the nights here are cold Yeah. for this time of year, what I would consider. I'm from Maine, <laughs> uh, and these these are chilly nights here. It, it's getting into the low 50s, uh, and we we really notice it. We close the boat up at night. Right. Uh, no fans running. You know, we, we don't have to worry about how we're staying cool. And I, I completely expect that as we head down Lake Michigan uh, over the course of the next month and, and get to the Chicago area, we probably will start feeling the warmth again mm -hmm. uh, and wishing we had air conditioning <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, good. Well, we just don't want you to get caught up there in the, uh, in the, in the, when it gets too late in the year and you start getting snow and ice and all that. I hope you're, you'll be long gone by then, right? Oh, we will. Well, there's uh, the the Great Loop is going to be closed next year for maintenance. Uh, there are two locks. Uh, well, it, it may be more than that, but there are two locks this year that they're doing some heavily heavy maintenance on uh, on the Chicago River, Illinois River area, um, and next year to do some extensive maintenance on this stretch they are literally closing the entire stretch, which effectively closes the loop. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's one of the reasons we're doing this this year and, and not next year. We originally planned to do it next year. So we, we rushed our plans to get through this closure before the closure happened. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're closing these locks for two weeks, uh, September into October. And because it's actually a commercial waterway, there's going to be a stack up of commercial traffic that happens after the closure. So if we waited until after the closure to go through, we'd be going down way too late and we would be freezing our butts off. So we're going through early uh, and, and we're going to then put the brakes on and just sort of dink our way down the yeah. Southern rivers uh, so that we don't, we, we don't want to get to the Gulf of Mexico and I know the insurance companies have a line drawn in the sand somewhere in the middle of the United States. It's don't cross this line till after the hurricane season is over. <laughs> we don't want to cross that line. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> something else to worry about. Oh, wow. Well, so, it sounds like you're, 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 you're keeping time and everything is going good there. And uh, well, we wish you all the best. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go. And uh, I want you to have a, you and Stacy have a great weekend. Uh, any good plans this weekend other than, uh, you know, just moving on any, Reading, reading charts and figuring out what the heck we're doing over the course of the <laughs> next few days. Uh, we, I've, like I said, we arrived here at, at Beaver Island a day ahead of schedule, so I really don't have much planned beyond here. So we really need to sit down and start knocking the charts out and figuring out where we want to go and what we want to visit. And that's right. going to be tonight, probably. Well, great. Well, then when we talk to you next week, we'll probably uh, hear some more exciting adventures aboard the Stink Pot and uh, maybe some new songs. We'll see. You, <laughs> you never know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, listen, again, you and Stacey have a wonderful weekend. Safe travels. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you, Ron. And that was Dave Rowe aboard the Stinkpot, and we're following him on his year-long journey around the Great Loop. This has been another chapter of Folk on the Water. And stay tuned, because more great folk music coming up on Folk Music Notebook. <laughs>